Hey everyone, and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. NFL kicks off tonight, and I know so many out there have cleared the schedule and have the popcorn ready. It will be a full weekend of football between college and the NFL, so hopefully all those around-the-house chores are done. To celebrate the NFL kickoff, we will be doing a pro report today. But before we do that, let me remind you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on whatever platform you are listening. Continue to get the word out there. Make this the number one football scouting podcast there is. Next week, we'll be back into the 2022 college film, as well as having special guest Neil Stratton on the podcast. will be a great conversation. You will not want to miss it. So our pro report, let's jump in. We're going to be talking about linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, a Buffalo Bill today. Of course, he plays tonight. Give you a little preview of what you're going to get to see. A little background on Tremaine. A 2018 first-round pick out of Virginia Tech by the Bills was number 16 overall. Uh, It was a trade-up by the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo was sitting at the number 22 overall pick while the Baltimore Ravens were at 16. Uh, They swapped those picks as well as swapped. uh, Buffalo sent a third-round pick to Baltimore for a fifth-round pick in return. So when you're talking about an inside linebacker, that is a good amount of capital to swap those spots. Uh, You think about the background and the team that he was going to. Coach McDermott uh, had been with guys like Luke Keekley, Shaq Thompson, and Thomas Davis in Carolina. Uh, Again, you think about those guys, athletic, high instincts, productive, really do-it-all linebackers. Uh, The Bills' previous season had played with a number of what you'd really consider kind of no-names rookies. Um, In Coach McDermott's first season there, uh, they spent that first First over uh, first round pick on Tredavious White, a corner. Obviously, that's turned out to be a very good pick. Um, you look at those guys that he, uh, Coach McDermott had been playing with at the linebacker spot. Uh, you've got an aging but you know productive Lorenzo Alexander. Um, he was also uh, alongside a soon-to-be free agent in Preston Brown, special teams ace Ramon Humber, played a lot on defense, really a better special teams kind of role player. Uh, rookie Matt Milano was also a guy on the inside. So you look at that group, you certainly think and put a big team need up there at inside linebacker. So back to Tremaine, declared for the draft after three good years at Virginia Tech as a Hokie, played one year for Coach Beamer, two years under Coach Justin Fuente. 108 tackles, five and a half sacks as a junior in 2017, totaled 213 tackles and 10 sacks in three seasons. Good numbers, was a butt kiss finalist in his final season as well. Uh, pre-draft process for him was all about highlighting the athleticism, as you would expect. A 4-5-4, 40-yard dash along with a 9-foot-9 broad jump showed his explosiveness and speed. 34 and a half inch arms put him in rare air for an inside linebacker. Again, that's going to jump off the boards and jump off his card in any draft room he's in. Uh, and then he was still able to bench press 19 reps at 225. Again, you start to think about the length, the athleticism, still able to do that. Again, it shows you know, just he had enough strength to play the position. He opted not to run the short shuttle three cone or do the vertical jump at both his combine and pro day. Really relied on the on-field drills to kind of tell the story as well as his film. Obviously, that worked out just fine for him. Um, and you get into that subject. There's a whole conversation about uh, you know whether 
scouts view those metrics competing and everything at pro days combine you know how it all goes into it i think that'll be a conversation we have in the spring as we get closer to those times so you'll have to come back and wait for that one as we sit today with Tremaine, he is heading into his fifth year in 2022. The Bills did exercise that fifth-year option uh, for this year, guaranteeing a little over $12 million for this season. Uh, it is a contract year for him. High expectations on a really good team. Again, you talk about a team with high expectations. This is going to be a good spot for him. All eyes will be on him. Um, again, both teams um, playing tonight will have a number of high-profile players, and he'll be among those guys that everybody wants to see. So let's get into his film. First is strengths. Length. Clearly shows up in everything he does. You especially see it in his cover two drops. Looks where he get down the middle of the field, take away deep middle throws in zones in general. He does a good job keeping blockers off of him, playing clean as well when he's on the move. Makes him a reliable tackler when he get his hands on as well. Those long arms wrap and drag guys down. This is also a good speed player. Has uh, good speed, just sufficient acceleration. We'll get into that a little bit more. But when he opens up his stride, he can eat up ground, cut angles to the edge. And with that length, if he's close, he's going to get his arms on you. Flip it over on the weakness side. This is not a high instincts player. I, I thought he was really average with his instincts, um, and that was really, for me, disappointing for a guy that's going into his fifth year. Uh, again, the film I looked at, his fourth year, he should have that kind of stuff down. Probably tells me it's not going to improve. Again, you talk about a pro player as opposed to a college player. Pro players, you're into your fourth, fifth year, you, they largely are what they are, and you're going to make really small improvements, if anything, especially from an instinct standpoint. There is no projecting and thinking that those instincts are going to keep getting better at this point. You kind of just have to chalk them up to they are what they are. Consistently is a step slow reacting to routes in the past game. He misses chances to shoot gaps and make plays. Uh, he's typically the slow one in a group of three reacting to handoff ball from the quarterback. And when he does, um, you know, see things, routes stop, routes change the direction, that is where he really loses proximity. Lacks feeling routes when he's in man, gets out of position more than you want. For a guy with his length, his athleticism, um, the instincts really cause him to probably miss some plays that he should make. Another weakness is his physicality. Again, this one's not overly surprising for me. A player with his length, his athleticism, again, typically these guys want to play in space and they can you know, function in space just fine. There are some times you want him to bring a little bit more in the box in terms of his thump, his strike and shed, his finish. Um, he tends to take the easy way out, take the back door, just try to run, run to get things. And again, it ultimately lacks in, I think, a little more lack of production than you want from a player with his skill set. So... What else do we see on film? An inside linebacker, more will than Mike, but you know, again, primarily a nickel defense. Coach McDermott's going to play that as much as anybody. You're probably talking 60%, 70% of the time. So he's going to be a nickel inside linebacker that plays to the passing strength. Again, put him over there where there's going to be more routes. A good overall athlete, long and linear in his movement, just efficient foot quickness in the short areas, more of a sp speed builder and straight line athlete than a guy that's going to function in the short areas sufficient strength and contact wants to play in space uses hand uh hands and length and avoid having to be strong and thump in the box a good tackler reliable when he can wrap up which is if he's close he has the length to do it as we said um 
He will take average angles to the ball. Again, he's going to overrun plays. He tends to go front hip as opposed to back hip. This is a guy that if he trusts his speed and goes back hip, he's going to have the length and the speed to wrap guys up. Again, he overruns plays, gets cut back on more than you want, and uh, that's always disappointing. He also plays a safe game overall. This guy could be more productive. Again, if you talk about his instincts, his willingness to trigger and just go get the ball, uh, you know, you think about guys like Luke Keekley, that's absolutely what he did for a long time. This is not who we're talking about with Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, length and athleticism is an asset, but uh, he is a guy that you just consistently want more out of. If I'm game planning against this player, I'm trying to get matchups with tight ends on him as much as I can. Um, again, you saw it some with uh, Kansas City last year with Kelsey uh, being able with some of the choice routes, um, some of the stuff getting him on the move. His athletic and profile, his length should say otherwise, uh, but I'm going to trust my quarterback and my tight end to beat this guy with leverage and to beat him with well-timed throws because there are consistently windows open. Along with that, his four career interceptions tell me that he's not making a ton of plays on the ball uh, in zones. Two of those came as a rookie. So again, you're talking about two interceptions over the last three years. Um, for a team that plays as much zone as Buffalo does, you would expect more hands on the ball. Again, all goes back to his instincts there. I'm also going to run the ball right at this player. I want to wear them out with blockers, climbing to the second level, uh, guards, tackles, tight ends. Again, I don't care who it is. Get up and get guys on him, get into his legs. Again, he's a productive overall linebacker, averages about eight tackles a game in the regular season. Again, all comes back to consistently being a guy that you want more out of from a defensive standpoint. So where do I see this player in the NFL? Uh, this guy is still a starting level linebacker in the NFL. Again, it feels like you hound a guy, hound a guy, but at the end of the day, this guy knows how to play football. You're happy with him as a starter. You're you're uh, going to put good pro players around him. Um, he's going to be a consistent starter that you're not really looking to draft or upgrade um, You know, in the short term, probably have other positions of need with bigger gaps. When building a roster, you'll slot this guy as an inside backer that's going to play in all your packages, base and nickel. Um, as a defensive coordinator, you're going to try to put him in spots that are best for him. Again, you think your cover two down the middle. Um, be able to think about the old Seattle three cover three defenses run by you know Pete Carroll, Dan Quinn. Uh, you see the Jets in San Francisco both run them. Guys like K.J. Wright, Devondre Campbell both thrive in these defensive roles. I think that's where this guy belongs. Um, you like this guy as a starter. You're not going to draft someone real high to replace him. Maybe a developmental late round player because that player gets cheaper. You also have to decide how much you're going to pay this player. Again, in his fifth year, he's in a contract year. He is currently on that fifth year option, the 12th highest paid inside linebacker. Um, you get down even a few spots, the 17th highest paid linebacker, you're looking at just over $7 million a year, difference of about $5 million. That's a big difference both per year and over the life of the contract. So do I think he's worth $10 plus million a year? No, I don't think he's worth that, especially in Coach McDermott's defense. I think this is really probably a seven, maybe eight to $10 million a year player. Um, you look at the contracts, guys like Devondre Campbell, I just mentioned him. He is signed. That's about where he's at. He's going to be a guy that's consistent on the field, um, reliable, 
pair this guy with a little bit smaller, more athletic, quicker twitch, short area linebacker, you'll be happy. Um, and that is where I see Tremaine Edvin. So that does it for our first pro report and a preview of what to look for tonight. Again, I'm expecting the Rams to match up some tight ends and running backs on him whenever they can, uh, make him work in space uh, in the short area, see how Tremaine starts his contract year and see if he can get paid. Next week, we will jump back into college, hitting our 2022 film hard. We will be back on Wednesday with our Wednesday special. Special guest, Neil Stratton of Inside the League, as well as the College Gridiron Showcase. Anything you want to ask Neil, head over to Twitter and let me know. Find me there at RightStepADV. As always, like, subscribe, and share. Let everyone know about the podcast. Enjoy the first action of the NFL season tonight. And don't just watch the game, scout the game. Enjoy it.